There's a spirit at Bryan Health, a passion that says we can make it better, stronger, to raise our kids, to build our future, to move forward together. It's time for Bryan Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Seasonal affective disorder, or SAD, is a type of depression that relates to the change in season. It can begin and end about the same time every year. My guest today is Dr. Dave Myers. He's the Counseling and Program Development Manager for Mental Health Services at Bryan Medical Center. And in addition, he co-chairs the Nebraska State Suicide Prevention Coalition. Welcome to the show, Dr. Myers. What is SAD? SAD is seasonal affective disorder, and it's a type of depression. We know that depression... Uh, depression in general can impact about 10%. Studies show about 10% of the United States population at any given time, and that's all types of depression. Seasonal affective disorder is, is one of those types of depression. And as you mentioned, it's the type of depression that can impact an individual that generally occurs the same time every year. And most often we see it happening generally in the winter. During the winter time, there are you know, a small number of cases that we see uh, where they see seasonal affective disorder that might come up during the summertime. But most often it's, it's those times of year where there's less sunlight um, in the wintertime where individuals just start having the, the, the signs of depression and have those the symptoms. So are there some causes, melatonin levels or serotonin? Are there things that we can point to that say, yes, this is, puts you a little bit more at risk? Well, with with depression, there's different uh, you know different theories that are you know that look at depression and what causes depression. Um, you know, if you have uh, depression in your family, you know, generally speaking, then individuals uh, you know in that uh, you know if you have your children or other individuals in your family, they have a higher percentage chance of, of possibly having some type of, of depression themselves. Um, but with seasonal affective disorder, um, you know, one of there's different treatments for it, and one of the the treatments sometimes that the a psychiatrist might or physician may um, uh, order would be light therapy, and it's it's uh, the effects of it's meant to you know mimic the effects of sunlight um, to help you know rebalance uh, the you know the chemicals in an individual um, to feel better. Um, so there's different different theories out there as far as the causes of of depression, um, but we know that seasonal affective disorder is treatable, and uh, you know we can talk maybe talk about some of the treatments. Well, we certainly will. Just tell us: are men or women more susceptible, and does it matter where you live? If you're further from the equator, or if you live in North Dakota or something, are you more susceptible to this? Um, it's more common. Um, we see it more often in women than in men far seasonal affective disorder, and it's more common in uh, the states or parts of, of the world where there's the, the least amount of sunlight. So um, you know, where there's less sunlight, then uh, the percentage or the number of cases of seasonal affective disorder are seen to, to be higher. So now let's speak about treatments. What do you tell people that they can do if you've determined that they have seasonal affective disorder? Well, treatment is very similar than if you were being treated for uh, for, de- for depression itself, not specifically the seasonal affective disorder, such as um, you know, seeking talk therapy. Oftentimes, talk therapy during that period of time can be very effective. Uh, Sometimes, uh, antidepressants can be very 
uh, effective for individuals. So some individuals may just have talk therapy alone, and other individuals may have uh, medication alone if they're working with their provider. Uh, research shows that combining both of those things together at the same time can be more effective as far as uh, you know, quicker results of feeling better. But with seasonal affective disorder, another type of treatment is called light therapy. And what light therapy is, is it's where uh, uh, working with your, your provider who can prescribe that, um, it's where you purchase a, a light box and it produces, um, uh, there's special bulbs that they use in this light box that produces light. And oftentimes uh, they, the, the provider may prescribe it that you're uh, sometimes put it on just a few feet from you uh, for about 30 minutes a day. Um, sometimes, and sometimes this is done early in the morning, and it's, it's done to mimic sunlight. Um, you know, you person keeps their eyes open, but you don't look straight, you know, into the light source itself. Um, but, you know, the light therapy, uh, oftentimes, then, you know, the, the goal of it is, is for it to help to improve the symptoms, and oftentimes with light therapy, individuals see improvement, you know, within three to four, in three to four weeks. There are some things that individuals can do, um, you know, on their own uh, in addition to other treatments, you know, monitoring their sleep, making sure they're getting enough sleep, you know, eating healthy, um, you know, take their medicines as prescribed if they're on medication, um, you know, ask their provider, you know, how to manage side effects, if they do have any side effects from medication, um, you know, and continue to monitor and watch their signs and their symptoms to make sure that they're they're improving, and if they're getting worse, you know, keeping that communication open with their provider is, is very important. And then exercising, uh, you know, doing, pushing yourself to do the activities you like to do. Because um, oftentimes with depression, you find yourself wanting to isolate and not wanting to do the things that you normally like to do. So by getting out and doing those things and pushing yourself and getting, uh, you know, exhibiting that energy is very important. So what about some of the other forms? And you mentioned exercise, so important. But then people look to some complementary treatments, yoga or acupuncture or even any supplements. Are there anything, Dr. Myers, that you recommend that people can try that could help them with their seasonal affective disorder? Well, it would be important to, to keep that communication open with your provider, your treating provider, and um, you know, ask about what other uh, treatments uh, are available. Um, oftentimes, individuals find support groups helpful. Um, you know, support groups w- meeting with other individuals with with depression. Um, oftentimes, it's, it's looking. Uh, you know, another idea would be looking at a wellness recovery action plan, uh, where you sit down and and work with an individual uh, in a group and develop a wellness plan. That you know, the, when I have these symptoms, you know, I, these are the things I should do to um, that help me feel better. And so that when you notice the symptoms, you pull out your plan and you know exactly, you know, these are the steps that, that I need to take. Um, so it's, it's, if you find things that, um, that do make you happy, that do uh, make you relax, that, that are helpful, you know, then those are the things to, to continue, you know, to try in addition to what, what's being prescribed and, um, as far as your treatment plan. 
And Dr. Myers, in just the last few minutes, if somebody suffers from seasonal affective disorder and they know that they suffer from this, is there anything they can do in advance of that change of season to prevent it from possibly happening to them? And then why should they come to Bryan Mental Health Center for their care? Well, it's important that individuals know what symptoms um, that, you know, know, know their symptoms and know their behaviors and to, and to monitor themselves. And and if they are diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder, you know, they will know that, you know, typically they're going to know what time of year that the symptoms typically, you know, arrive. So it's important to stay connected with your treating provider um, and to follow that treatment plan. So even though the symptoms may dissipate, um, you know, over time, and, and, you know, those symptoms happen during that same time every year. It's just important to keep that communication open because sometimes when individuals do get treatment, things do get better and, um, you know, they may not uh, uh, realize some of those symptoms, you know, later on. But sometimes for individuals, those symptoms do do come back at the same time, you know, every year. Um, and so when you do know your symptoms and, and know your plan, it's important to have that plan in place and to know, what steps to take and what things are helpful to you, um, and to, to get engaged with that treatment plan and the treatment process right away. Tell us about some of the mental health services at Bryan Medical Center. Well, Bryan Medical Center, we have the Bryan Counseling Center, which is our outpatient clinic that has therapists, psychologists, social workers on staff that provide um, outpatient treatment for individuals. So individuals wanting to see a therapist they can call in and, and visit with our uh, nurse who will work with that individual and connect them to one of our providers on an outpatient basis to, who will provide counseling, develop a, a treatment plan, and help, help that individual with the symptoms that they may be experiencing. Um, we also have, if individuals are in a, in a mental health crisis, and um, you know, our goal is, is our hope is that individuals realize their symptoms early and uh, possibly go on and take an online screening on our website and uh, identify those symptoms and, and, and to, to manage those symptoms and get involved in treatment early. But if individuals are in a mental health crisis and need help right away, we do have a mental health emergency department that's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at the Brian West Emergency Department. And uh, staff there will, are available at all times to help individuals uh, who are in crisis. Thank you so much, Doctor. It's such great information. You're listening to Brian Health Radio. And for more information about mental health services at Brian Health, you can go to brianhealth.org. That's brianhealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.